Before we begin this week's episode of Miles Offside, we would like to make an announcement regarding the coronavirus and its impact to people around the globe. We have always tried to keep the podcast light-hearted and would like to continue in that vein as many of you understandably turn to podcasts, television shows and streaming services for escapism and entertainment to help you through the periods of isolation. We thank all of you for your support and the love you've shown for us over the last two years and we would like to take this opportunity to remind you that charges for our Patreon services are suspended for the foreseeable future which allows anyone to join us on our Slack channel should they wish to have further outlet for people to talk to. Details are available in the footnotes of the show. Furthermore, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at MilesOffsidePod, either publicly or privately, should you feel the need. Please remember that you are not alone out there. We'd like to take this opportunity to give our love and thanks to all those working in the emergency services, as well as social care workers, supermarket employees, and all other key workers making sacrifices to help save lives and keep people going. Stay safe out there, ladies and gents. And now, on with the pod. Welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of not football. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy From Afar, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Chuck Bailey and super producer, Ian Stimson. Gentlemen, how are you holding up? Another week goes by, Crystal Palace remain unbeaten. (laughs) Look for the positives, guys. That's where it's at. Haven't lost a game of football since February 9th. These unbeaten runs are going to stretch on and on, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm rocking my Ruben Loftus-Cheek jersey today because I'm pretty sure he's back from injury. <laughs> he was on the bench oh, a few weeks ago, so, you know. <laughs> Have you been keeping up with all the footballers posting, like, videos at their house of, like, juggling toilet paper rolls and, like... Is, is this toilet paper roll thing? I don't know about you, but it seems very much like a kind of let them eat cake situation that it's like you lot can't buy toilet roll so we're gonna kick it up in the air in front of you (laughs) (laughs) haven't thought of it like that it's a very strange flex why a toilet roll showing off in it it's been in the news lately so you know you just combine two headlines three headlines and you got yourself some viral content right there cool so you can kick uh, (laughs) boris johnson up in the air anytime you like booted straight to the moon (laughs) bang Very good. Thank you for blowing right past the viral joke. There's a viral content. I do appreciate that. It's low-hanging fruit at the minute. It really is. You know that low-hanging fruit. (laughs) And that, listener, is the level of content that you can expect from us. No, um, look, we're going to try to keep it lighthearted, obviously. I think everybody wants as much of an escape as possible at this point. We do Um, what we do what we do what we do. But we did want to just quickly say, you know, if if you need someone to talk to, if you need someone that you're kind of struggling through some stuff and you want to sort of have a community, go ahead and reach out to us. We are always happy to hear from the listeners. We're always happy to interact with people on Twitter, all that sort of stuff. Be kind to each other. Love each other. Ah, oh, so what, but is that, that's it? No football? Um, so what is the plan for this week? We have decided this week to expand Ian's hole by giving oh. him... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Could have warned me. Stretch it out across the whole podcast. <laughs> By rehashing an idea that we've done before and liberated, shall we say, from another podcast of Off Menu, Mr. Stimson has been uh, collating his favourite starter, main, side dish, drink and dessert, much as Oscar Puente did before, to delight you all and tantalise you with gout-riddled, cream-filled delights. <laughs> for the uh, for our American listeners, uh, a, an easy way to think of this is just think of it as someone's last meal. So that's an idea that's pretty common Could over be. here. You know, you're on death row. What's the last thing you're going to ask to eat as your like final meal before? Absolutely, get- but silver service style. Uh, and as such, <laughs> we start with Mr. Stimson. Would you care for still or sparkling water? Uh, I'm a still man. I don't see that some people think sparkling water is fancy and i don't uh, uh, subscribe to that at all it's not like a fake prosecco you know it's like a no i don't boosh. see it as a, i don't see it as a treat at all some people see it as a treat i'm just i'd never order sparkling water it's just uh, water's a 
poor drink anyway, although I'm drinking lots of it. Keep hydrated a minute, stay healthy, guys. Uh, but um, <laughs> This is a good excuse, of course, for you not going to the gym, so it's, it's helpful. <laughs> if I go to the gym, go sit in a hot tub. Let's talk about the gym. Oh, <laughs> that's all closed down now. It saved me a lot of money every month, but uh, a week of staying indoors quite a lot, and uh, I fear, I fear for my waistline. It's yeah, that 24 stones coming right back. Yeah, yeah. Let's maybe restart that after this whole thing is uh, finished. But no, still, still water. I'm, I've never been one. Never been a fan of sparkling water. It just seems it's too busy. Too busy. Not even a flavored sparkling water, like your, um, you know, like they have like a seltzer. What Lacroix? Remember, I told you guys about Lacroix. Is that still not a thing over there, really? No, no, we don't have that. Your flavored <laughs> soda water with yeah. alcohol spiked rubbish. Some of them have alcohol. Some of them don't. They're all like flavored, and I'm using heavy air quotes on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> sparkling waters. I feel like you're getting so far from water there that you can't even call yeah, it water anymore. It's basically like, yeah. like soda for people who don't like soda. Yeah. Would you specifically order a bottle of still then? Or are you? would you go, nah, tap's fine? Or does it depend on the occasion? How much are you stepping well, it up? That's a good point. I am always drinking some form of alcohol. Yes. So... If I'm out, <laughs> so like that—that's nearly always happening. So I don't really care. I, yeah, I'm not—I'm not ordering fancy paid-for water. No, if 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 it comes, if the table happens to have a jug of water on it, I might partake. But I'm not. I'm, I'm, water is not even on my radar for a meal, so I don't really care. So you're saying effectively you would not order water, and therefore the whole question in itself is redundant. Yeah. Not even, not even tantalised. Little bit of lemon, oh, little spritz. Yeah, yeah, I like a, yeah, I like a little bit of that. But what I'm saying is, if I'm out, you you know what it's like, Chuck. When you when you've got kids, it, when you're out, it's an occasion. You're going out. I'm. This is true. I'm not asked about water at all. I'm get me wine or something immediately, <laughs> uh, or a beer or something immediately. Like I, before I've sat down, I want some sort of alcoholic drink sent to me. So I'm not even. I'm not bothered about the water. Get you something just to numb the pain instantly. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Parents around the world know exactly what I mean. <laughs> Correct. I want to numb the pain. I mean, often he's there having a fucking kids menu. <laughs> he's just there. <laughs> just annoying. You guys make it sound so nice. <laughs> and he's at that stupid age now where sometimes he wants to have like adult food and suddenly like suddenly meals are costing me three times what they used to. <laughs> It is a steep step up once you go on to the, oh, Dad, can I have the adults menu, please? No. I'm not paying <laughs> over four quid. You eat your carrot sticks. <laughs> yeah, eat carrot sticks and hummus or whatever. Fuck well, and up. you're not particularly far off the teenage years either where you, they're going to be asking to eat three different things off the adult menus. Fucking hungry all the time. Well, yeah, he's a bottomless pit of food anyway, so I'm well prepared <laughs> for that. Well prepared for that. Yeah, it sounds like it. Papa Dumbo bread, Ian! Papa Dumbo bread! <laughs> Papa Dumbo bread! You still... I, I should have known it was coming. Yeah. I still, still was quite surprised. <laughs> this is tricky, actually. I I think I will go bread, but... Uh, yeah, so I'll go, like, for a rosemary and uh, sea salt garlic focaccia. Oh, he's going poncy as well. Isn't that what... Well, Oscar, did you go for something very similar? With your yes, one? I you did, yeah. A, did you? Mm-hmm. I didn't remember. I must admit, I didn't listen back because I didn't want to be influenced in any way, but uh, I, I can't remember <laughs> what Oscar said. So are you saying some sort of like just a, an individual, like a tear and share kind of deal? Yeah, tear and share situations. Not fine. advised at the moment. Not um, in these current times. Not in these current <laughs> yeah. times. Keep your bread to yourself. It's the per- This is the perfect opportunity, actually, people not to share food. Like, get away from my plate. <laughs> yeah. And also, presumably, I'm the only one in this restaurant. Uh, yeah, oh, naturally. Yeah, this is why, <laughs> yeah. much like the podcast, we are keeping things over Skype. Um, <laughs> it's in isolation completely. We're we saw this de- coming yeah, two we're years deliver- ago. We're delivering the food over to you. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Good. I mean, I I really like poppadoms. L- love a poppadom. Because um, I, I like the sort of, I like the lime pickle, the mango chutney, the, the sort of range of that. Bread, I'm not. I'm not asked about bread particularly. I'm, and yet I you've selected that. bread. I've selected bread because I specifically like a sort of, you know, salty, garlicky sort of focaccia thing. But I, I, what I'm saying is it was close. It, it was, was close. close. If it's just a bog standard bread roll, there's no contest. I'm not. So you, you go know. in. Are you, are you having any accompaniments with that? Are you, are you looking for. Are you, are you a butter man or are you a, an oil and balsamic kind of guy? I don't mind oil and balsamic. Um, but it's not it's not a deal breaker for me. Apparently, they don't do that in Italy as well. I, I'd have known if I'd have gone. 
But yeah, apparently they don't actually do that. But anyway, um, yeah, I can I could have that, but I take it or leave it as long as the bread, as long as the catch is nice. I don't really need it. And also, I feel like I've gone with this as well because it fits better with the rest of the meal that I've chosen. I know you don't necessarily have to worry about that, but I I just like it was fifty fifty, and I went. I went with what would fit with the rest of the meal. It is good to have like a harmonious meal. I definitely, when I put my yeah. off menu together, I was like... Yeah, harmonious in that everything was cheese. <laughs> carbs and cheese, yeah, and of carbs, course. I had, yeah. a, I had a theme, Chuck, you obviously. Certainly did. You certainly did. <laughs> there four courses with pasta and cheese? I, no, geez. some of it was... Ooh, dessert. Pastry with cheese. <laughs> some of it was dessert, <laughs> Okay, so so you're saying it links with a meal. So a little bit. We've had we've had an assumption of water, a suggestion (laughs) of water on the table. I assume if the waiter's attentive, there will be some water. A a presentation of agua. Um, We've got we've got your little focaccia. So we're tidying that away. What are you ordering, Mr. Simpson, for your starter? Lovely. Okay, so for my starter, I would like uh, pan fried scallops. With Ooh. black pudding and a oh. pea puree. Hello, someone's been watching MasterChef this week. <laughs> oh, was that? <laughs> no way, uh, was it? I I don't know. I turned on one episode of MasterChef, and four out of the five people were cooking scallops, and one had black pudding. With oh, it. really? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I did. I don't watch MasterChef, but okay, fair <laughs> enough. Scallops is a a relatively new thing for me. I had I didn't try scallops until I was thirty. You say relatively recently. Yeah, so like 50 years ago. <laughs> Good. Okay, thank you. Pre-millennium. I was, and I can sort of nail it down because we were out with some friends for my 30th and uh, someone there had scallops. I've never had them before. And you know when you've never had something before and you're like, well, I don't know if I want to order it, especially if you're at a nice restaurant and it costs like £10 for a start or something mm. ridiculous. Yeah, which scallops aren't cheap. Exactly. And you're like, well, I don't want to order it because I might not like it. And then this perfect opportunity came where a friend had ordered it. I wouldn't usually ask for something off someone's plate, but it was my 30th birthday, so I can do what I like. Fair. And I was like, can I have a bit of that? And I had a bit of that. Absolutely delicious. (laughs) So the next time, uh, next time, what are you laughing at, Oscar? Just the way you pointed, can I have a bit of that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she was right in front of me. So I literally just, can I have a bit of that? Give me that. Yeah. The the (laughs) listeners don't get to watch the physical movements that go to stories, but that was really delightful. You were like, ah, that yoink. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did wait for her answer. I just picked up a whole scotch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was very delightful to watch. Already in your mouth, like yeah, mine, yeah, mine. <laughs> You're like, and no. Now I also didn't have scallops till I was in my thirties because okay. I was a very, very picky eater. Yeah. So, and I actually probably wouldn't have known the word out of context. <laughs> so, if we do have any listeners who have never had scallops and are like, "What the fuck are scallops? Is it a vegetable?" Is it a, is it, I don't even know what it is. Why don't you try to describe them for people who've never had them? Like, what is your perfect scallop? A, a scallop is a bivalve mollusk. <laughs> if you Googled it. I'm asking Ian to describe his perfect scallop. <laughs> well, it's a sort of cylindrical uh, bit of shellfish. And uh, it's when it's sort of pan fried, you don't you don't want it to. It's a it probably is a tricky one to cook. I don't think I've ever tried cooking. Oh no, of course I have tried cooking them for home because I've got another story about scallops actually. But anyway, <laughs> okay. And, and uh, yeah, they don't go in the pan for too long because you don't want to overcook them. But you want a sort of maybe slight sort of golden golden tinge to them as you as you do them. And um, yeah, they they're sort of a half. I feel like they're a halfway house between your sort of white fish and like proper shellfish, if you like, because I don't like things like mussels, cockles and whelks. I, I don't like them. So that was another reason why I wasn't mm. sure I'd like scallops. But they're much sort of meatier, fishier sort of... They, I, I think that's exactly right. And they've actually got quite a sweetness to them almost. Mm. Yes. Whereas like mm-hmm. your winkles and those kind of the lower barnacle end of the, the mollusk <laughs> spectrum... They yeah. are very kind of sour and the, yeah. the well-known mollusk spectrum. Yes, yes. you're not familiar with the the mollusk spectrum. Uh, I wasn't. No, yeah. no. <laughs> well, I'll go into that one day with you and, and take you through it. But um, yeah, but yeah, scallops. They're exactly like you said. You know, they're they're a beautiful thing. They're they're very easy. If if anyone's ever watched the Gordon Ramsay show. And and seen how he throws them against the wall and goes, they're like fucking bullets. <laughs> Fuck off, fuck off, fuck that, that Usually it's scallops that instigate that kind of thing, usually, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. With a black pudding as well, you get that sort of salty, 
salty thing going on against it. It's just really nice. Is that and the then, fried blood cake? Yeah, it is. It's blood yeah. cake. It's blood blood sausage. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's sort of crumbly and, and salty and a li- little bit sort of spicy or herby rather, depending on what you've got so in it. So was the first, when you first liberated the scallop from someone else's plate, was <laughs> yes. was it at that time it was served with black pudding and PPRA? Is that something you encountered specifically I'm, somewhere or you made for I'm yourself? Not, I'm not sure whether it was or not, but I think I then, I think it might have been because I definitely then remember having it at the same restaurant and this is how it came. So it probably was, yeah. I must admit, I can't remember. I was probably blind drunk by that time anyway. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was a starters, so obviously I'd already had... Yeah. <laughs> you were already seven bites in. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned I had a quick story about scallops as well, and I have to be very careful about how I tell this story because I know some parents listen to this with their kids present, which is ridiculous, but which there is you go. brilliant <laughs> and to be encouraged. But um, on... Uh, Christmas Eve a few years ago, uh, we always look to have sort of a semi-nice meal sort of Christmas Eve before we go up to bed. And uh, this one time I'd uh, picked up some scallops from Sainsbury's. I was like, oh, I've never tried the cooking these from home. We'll do these. Anyway, so we all had them. Finley was about sort of five years old, I think. Um, but he's always been good about trying new stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> had this meal. All good. Anyway, uh, that night around midnight, so it's Christmas Eve, when Santa was uh, coming into his room to leave his presents, uh, Finley sat bolt upright and was instantly sick. <laughs> and uh, Santa had to throw the stocking of presents behind him <laughs> <laughs> and deal with a vomiting child and uh, try and calm him down before the presents could be safely delivered later in the evening. <laughs> That's really funny. Are we it sure? It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Are we sure there's a connection with the scallops or was it just your presence walking into a room? Because sometimes, <laughs> even, like, even over Skype, sometimes I get a little bit queasy. So, San- Well, Santa's not on this Skype, so that's you've embarrassed Oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, I'm fairly convinced it was the scallops because that was the only sort of new thing he'd had to eat. And then it just, yeah, it was not a good Christmas Eve, that one. Yeah. So if Ian does cook scallops for you, stay away. <laughs> Uh, are you more, are you more of a starters man or a dessert man? Would you say? Uh, say yeah, savoury starters. I am. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. And that's that's something that's obviously, I think, come in in adulthood. I, as a kid, I'd have thought you were insane. But yeah, definitely, I'd prefer a starter now to a dessert. If you were to give me a two course menu, I'd always take the starter choice. And then expand to a three course by the time the third yeah. bottle of wine. Obviously, by in. the time I finish my main course, I've decided on a dessert already. <laughs> I who would even ever pick dessert? Like it's so obviously starters. Everybody, it's starters are just like a miniature version of other food you wanted to eat anyway. Says ice cream man over here. <laughs> I, I hate ice cream. <laughs> now, honourable mention maybe goes to like a broccoli and Stilton soup. I still oh. think that's just so good. I think you don't see it that many places now. No, There's you don't. Very You're few because right. it's like quite an old school kind of thing. Yeah. There's, there's something beautiful about it. Even a broccoli and cheddar soup, that's quite nice. Oh, I've not had broccoli and cheddar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that ne- that nearly snuck in. But I thought the the scallops felt proper and is is genuinely delicious. So yeah, I, I can believe I'm a little bit jealous now. So we mentioned that is the starter, the lead in. So Mr. Simpson, what are we bringing you for your main? For my main course, I would like a, a slow cooked lamb shank oh, with uh, mashed potato mm. and uh, like a red wine jus gravy situation. Oh. Nice. That is a very, very English answer. I was worried that you would go for something like out of character, but you're just it's just as English of an answer as you can get. <laughs> I was like, good. Okay. Good old Ian can be relied on. Yeah, I was worried that this meal was going to be too English, and then I just thought, "Fuck it, I'm just going to, go, I'm just yeah. going to go." To our type, our yeah. American listeners right now are like, "Yep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this That's is what good. I thought." That is yeah. about right. Yeah. <laughs> Did he say lamb shank? <laughs> <laughs> is that not a thing in America then? The lamb shank. You can get lamb, but like, it's not a, it's not something I would expect to see more than a few times a year and re- on menus. I thought he was going to say that. You you see lamb, but not in shank form. <laughs> <laughs> like the only, like if I was going to be eating lamb, I would imagine it's because I'm getting like some sort of Middle Eastern food would have lamb. Oh, okay. Probably. You know what like I'm saying? Like kofta type. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Not sitting down and having like a lamb and mashed potatoes. That's not really a thing that often. I suppose that's the English tradition, like roasted meat and stuff. It, yeah, It's obviously a big yeah. thing. So 
lamb beef pork is like see lamb is just so good when it's done right that's the thing it's it's just so good i can't be doing with sort of mince lamb things and when you're talking to middle eastern stuff if you have like a like a lamb kofta or something that's had loads of cumin or whatever you're tasting that shit for hours it's yeah, amazing yeah. when you're eating it but like <laughs> fuck me if you're going in a social situation after that and then you you dare to burp you're going to clear a room there's not enough tic tacs there's not enough tic tacs there, there, there really isn't <laughs> <laughs> exactly but no such no such problem with like a lamb a lamb shank with maybe okay. caramelized onions or something. Oh, just so good. really leaning into that English vibe of like you know I like lamb in Middle Eastern food, but it's too flavorful. I need it with less <laughs> seasoning, less flavor. Just like really strip it down so that there's nothing exciting about it. That's what I need. Whoa, hold on. There's nothing exciting. You're you're yeah. allowing the lamb to shine. There. You're being disrespectful to the lamb shank. There. <laughs> that, is, that is not really on because it's so good when it's done right. And I like the fact that it, I like anything like that where you just get your own little. There's your own little bone, <laughs> and it's just all for you. That little bit. Oh, you, you love a little bone in your hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I own this little bit of the lamb, and this is going to be delicious. Especially when you you go to like move the bone a little bit and it just yeah. out falls just off disappears oh. clean as a whistle you're like it's yes so good so is so this good. is this for a specific place where you you No, this is the thing actually i was gonna say so while i was vaguely specific with the last one i've not really done what oscar has done necessarily i i don't sort of i haven't had dishes from rest, specific restaurants necessarily that i've been like oh this no. is amazing and to be so, honest at the minute advising people to go to certain restaurants probably yeah, not, not, a good idea. Anywhere. <laughs> yeah. not, not a good idea if you can get hold of a lamb shank <laughs> <laughs> slow roast it it'd be amazing but no yeah uh, no it's not from a specific <laughs> restaurant no. no so you make it yourself because you you do cook quite a bit I do cook quite a bit. I must. I can't remember the last time I did a lamb shank because now Kelly's a vegan. If I'm doing this sort of stuff, it's just for myself, and it feels incredibly decadent just to do a lamb <laughs> shank for yourself. Um, so yeah, I don't. I, I don't eat a great deal of meat at home anymore. So um, if I'm out and I see lamb shank on the menu, I will very often go for that. Kel Kel did mention as well that I do. I do like pork belly as well. I'm so. I'm so fucking British. <laughs> <laughs> if I see like pork belly or lamb shank on a menu, I'm very likely to go for it. Just anything yeah. you see in any gastro pub is fine by me. Now, what is a gastro pub? Because we don't have that. When I went there the first time, I was like, gastro pub, gastro pub. Fuck is a gastro pub? And it just seemed like a, a like a regular pub, but not old timey. Uh, like that had yeah. been remodeled in the last hundred years. It's a midway point between like a pub, a wine bar, and a restaurant. That like it doesn't quite fit into any, and like you just said, it's probably it doesn't have like the old aesthetic. No, necessarily, it's quite modern. They try to be like a bit alternative with the cocktails, and then you'll see the menu, and it will be like traditional things, but it will be kind of upmarket, kind of. So it's like if you walked in thinking it was a pub, you think it was really expensive, and it's it's a gotcha. weird kind of middle point see because we don't have pubs in that like haven't been refurnished since like 1375 over here <laughs> yeah. so like when when you tell someone a bar they'll probably picture i think basically what a gastropub is which is like not as nice as a restaurant but like a reasonable place to have a drink and maybe some food that's like worth eating and is vaguely nice looking yeah i think they'd like to think they were a little bit more upmarket but they're they're often not. They're often still fucking, you know, microwaving stuff out the back. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's come up in the last sort of twenty years in this country. But any pub that does sort of a half decent meal, it's more it's more food. A pub that's more food focused than old man sitting in the corner staring at his pipe. Yeah, you'll have gotcha. more people eating there at tables than you will sort of groups of blokes drinking. Yeah, gastro as in the gastrointestinal yeah. system, like yeah. you're like. Okay, cool. <laughs> or, or, or just gastronomy. Yeah, um, gastronomical, yeah. That's the study of uh, fart, farts in space, right? Yeah, farts in space. <laughs> um, so let's go back to the food. Um, oh, the food. Mashed potato. Are you, what's, what's your definition of a good mashed potato? Well, mm. in, this, in this case, I want a sort of very, I don't want anything approaching a lump in this mashed potato. It needs to be creamed okay. mashed potato because... A, a whiphead. 
Yeah, because I need it to go like into some delightful sloppy mush with the gravy. The juice. I, that's <laughs> okay. what I, that's what I require from this mash. So, so you want lamb shank and paste. Hey, yeah, I want, I want a, yeah, I want a mashed paste. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, that's exactly what I want. Yeah, Are you your can... age, kind on the gums, <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Exactly. So I need meat that falls apart <laughs> and then paste <laughs> that I can just sort of not even have to swallow. It just goes down my gullet. <laughs> that's what I need, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I need. Is it uh, equal parts heavy cream and potato in your mashed potatoes to make them that sort of whipped? I mean, or? you need a lot of butter and... A lot of, like Chuck said, a lot of a lot of whipping. Uh, I think, yeah, you need a lot of fat in your mashed potato. You need to get that emulsified, you know. <laughs> so it's so it's yeah, so it's properly sort of uh, all one gelatinous <laughs> sort of goop. That's it's gelatinous what, now. It's... Not, not gelatinous. You know what I mean? Do I mean homogenous? All you know, it's all the same throughout. That's what I mean. Not gelatinous. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's what I mean. Um, I mean, I had I had sort of. Other choices, the the sort of classic. Uh, I feel like it's a trope now. My steak with port and Stilton sauce. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what I thought you were going to go with. Honestly, yeah, I, I love it. Uh, but if I'm in a restaurant, someone else has got to cook it, and they'll fuck it up. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm not cooking it myself. Uh, that was a yeah. That was a good one. I nearly went for as well. I, I had a, and this was specific. So this was nearly why I went for it. But okay, in a uh, German restaurant in berlin and like i tried we tried to find somewhere sort of off the beaten track sort of uh-huh. proper sort of german restaurant i had what i considered the most german meal you could have had i Which had is? like a pork chop thing with uh two other types of sausages like bockwurst and something else with uh mashed nice. potato again sauerkraut <laughs> and a beer sauce <laughs> It was like oh, Germany sounds amazing. on a plate. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely delicious. So if you wanted so specific, it was yeah. There was there was this restaurant in Berlin, and then had like a a Riesling wine, which like would you know what Riesling's like, Chuck? It's it, in this country like sugary nonsense. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it's almost like a dessert wine most of the yeah. time. And but this woman, this woman there, convinced us to go for it. Said we'd like it, and I was. It was twenty eight quid a bottle, so I was like, I "Fucking better do." <laughs> and it was fucking delicious. It was really like so different from the sort of reasoning we get here. But um, but I didn't go for that. I had to. I had to keep it British in the end because Brexit. Because Brexit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My other thing as well, I was na- I was maybe going to go for risotto because if I make a risotto at home, it's labour intensive. It's, mm-hmm. you know, you're there for 20 minutes, sort of, you know, ladling more stock in or whatever, blah, blah. But I love, like, uh, goat's cheese, goat's cheese and pancetta risotto. It's Ooh, just something else. Risotto is one of those things that I would more likely to order a vegetarian meal because it's a risotto. Huh. Than, like, so, like a pea, asparagus, uh, creamy, like, cheese risotto. Nice. Bam, that's banging. I'll go for that. But yeah, I, I thought about that because that's labour intensive for myself to do, and I like the idea of someone else doing the work. But uh, yeah, lamb shank is what I went with in the end. Okay, so we've already said lamb shank, uh, potato paste uh, with the red wine jus. What side dish are we having to accompany this? Are we also going for something very soft, very easy on the teeth? Are is we... the mashed potato not the side there? No, no. that's the dish. That's the di- that's the plate of food. Yeah, I wouldn't. Okay. You had you had fucking an extra mac and cheese from yeah, a different know, restaurant I know, I know. as your side. So you had a second main. So don't you start trying yeah. to instigate rules on this. This is Ian's dream meal. So yeah, it is very easily edible again. <laughs> Shit, I didn't realise that was the trope that was going to happen. But okay, so my side dish is again very British, but roast parsnips and carrots. Oh, simple. For the last few years, I've had sort of a, a vegetable patch out in the garden. I've been able to grow my own parsnips and carrots. <laughs> you get there? <laughs> what are you laughing at now, there, Oscar? Yeah. So when we back, when we listen back to the pod, for several weeks, I never said anything. I just let her kind of go with it. Emily was convinced, and now she doesn't believe me that it's not true because I let it go for too long. That you're not the voice that goes, "Ooh, they're better than they ought to be." <laughs> at the beginning of Burnley of the Week, like the first three words or whatever, right. she is convinced that it's you because, like, that's how English you are. It is me. Wait, is it actually? Yeah. 
Is it actually? <laughs> yeah. No shit. I thought that was from a commercial. No, I recorded that oh, at work. Oh my god. Oh man, I'm never gonna fucking hear the end of this. <laughs> She's done you. I mean, to be honest, I didn't. I thought it was because they're better than they ought to be. That was that was from something. Yeah, it was from a commercial, right? It was like a it was like a car commercial or something. I've no idea. No, it's food. I thought it was like a, the whole. I literally thing the bit anyway, I but... had clipped was the bit I had clipped out of the episode previous was Chuck going Burnley of the week. Right. Yes. <laughs> but I just added at the start of it. I just went, "Ooh, they're better than they are to be." <laughs> oh my god! Wow! It's genuinely you. Yeah. God damn it! I hate that she was right. I can never <laughs> let her listen to this episode. Oh, delightful! There you go. All right. Yeah, well, no. then you are as English as that person whoever recorded that voice clip because <laughs> it was in fact you. Oh, I'm delighted uh, can, with that. Wait, can Ian be as English as himself? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want carrots that I picked out of my garden. Yep. Yep. <laughs> parsnips and carrots. And like parsnips take forever as well. You have to sow parsnips in March. They're in the ground until December. And like, they're, so they're in for nine months of the year. And you don't know how they look underneath the ground. You just have to risk it on like, if you're having them for Christmas dinner, you pull them up on 23rd of December with no hope of getting any parsnips in the shop if they're rubbish. And um, yeah, mine have been absolutely mammoth. Thank you very much. I've had to dig a trench along the side of them just to get them out. I broke a spade <laughs> getting my parsnips out before. <laughs> Snapped a spade. <laughs> but, Your um, parsnips. Oh, they're legendary. But yeah, you roast roast them with um, garlic and rosemary again. There's a theme. And um, yeah, you don't need to put any honey on them or anything for my money. I was going to say, it's very it's very common, isn't it, to put a, to find them a honey glazed... Yeah, don't think you need it. Shouldn't need it. Parsnips are very sweet and they're carrots sweet, have a yeah. sweetness to them. Are those, are parsnips kind of like onions? Uh, oh God, I didn't think that this would be the thing that we have to describe to him on this. <laughs> it could, uh, for the record, that's probably uh, me not knowing vegetables, not me being an American thing. But what is parsnips? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, parsnips are a root vegetable, so they're uh, probably similar to carrots, really. They look like carrots, but white. Bigger and white, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. I like carrots. But yeah, they're, they're sweeter than carrots. Ooh. Yeah, they're good, okay. they're good. But yeah, they they and they they're perfectly you like I say you just leave them in and they grow for nine months and just grow absolutely humongous and then are absolutely delicious. So yeah, roast parsnips and carrots and that that goes with the lamb shank just oh just perfectly. Sign me up. Lovely stuff. Was was parsnips something that you uh, like you said before uh, with eating things in later life? Was that something that because quite often parsnips are the thing like when you're a kid you go to eat one and you're like ah because it's quite a distinctive taste. Like I found that it was as I got older, I then appreciated parsnips and it's just like get in my face. Parsnip yeah. crisps, uh, roast parsnips, soup, yeah. all of it. Yeah, definitely. But I think that, I mean, they're just, like you said before, they're so sweet. They're, they've got a natural sweetness to them. That it's just, they're a gateway vegetable. Just, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> they're just my way in. Perfect. Lovely. A couple of things I nearly went for, I feel like I should do these honourable mentions because That's part fine. of me wondered whether I was going to, just come into this and not have not having decided at all and just decide on the fly between these few things I've got written down. Yeah. But then a sort of thread emerged of a sort of meal that I was like, oh, this will be this will be all right actually. So but I had uh pigs in blankets felt like a side I really ought to I at least mention. You could get pigs in blankets as a side. Definitely. Those are those are different over there, right? What are pigs in blankets over there? Over here it's a little pastry with a hot dog. And they're like bite size. What's a pig in a blanket over there? That's a sausage roll, mate. Little, little sausages wrapped in bacon. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just and but we tend to only have them at Christmas. But I don't know why they should be available all year round, as far as I'm concerned. They are available all year round. I know, but you know, you're, it's you're just looking... something you don't buy because you don't look for it. It's frowned upon. Nah, forget that. I'm eating them all the time. Sometimes... <laughs> no, you guys have you guys have taught me that I should. You know, there are no guilty pleasures. There's no food chain. <laughs> None whatsoever. Yeah. There's just the things that make you happy. Just do the things that make you happy as much as they can. Absolutely. Sometimes uh, I've gone multiple times for dinner when I couldn't be bothered to do anything. I bought a pack of 24 pigs in blankets and a bag of uh, frozen Yorkshire puddings. Boom. <laughs> dinner. Oh, Done. my word. Gravy. That's it. So <laughs> That is it, outrageous. Yeah. You, will, you will not get any shame from me. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. And another side that I so nearly went for as well, but just because of the situation, but I don't, they're really good, but it's just the chips at my gym. 
they're really really good they're sort of cut in this like u-shape thing which gives them loads of surface area they're really crispy and delicious and it's very hard not to wait what what like in a a u-shaped thing yeah like in a long sort of u-shape so there's lots of surface area like i don't know how to as in like half a tube like lengthways yeah if you cut a tube in half lengthways that's sort of how the chips are how do they get the potatoes that shape to stay that way when you fry them? Magic. Don't, don't know. You, you, you know. You're talking to the consumer, not the. These are very the high tech potatoes. I'm highly suspicious. Yeah. So does that mean that you've got a better action for like scooping sauce, like volume wise, you're getting more? You could do, but it just it just means they're they're really sort of because the surface area is quite big. They're just really crispy and. They're delicious. No it's wonder very your weight not... updates weren't. I know it's really yeah. hard not to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> you come out after a workout in inverted commas, by which I mean wank. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Do it your way. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, it's so it's ch- chips from the gym nearly made it, but I thought I'd better go from roast vegetables. <laughs> yeah, it's concerning when you know too much about the food at your gym. <laughs> I know a lot about the food in my gym because I've been waiting for Kelly when she's been actually doing workouts quite a lot and I've just been drinking and eating. <laughs> it's got a lovely menu. That's yeah, take, take the beer you buy in the bar into the smoothie place, pour it into a cup so you can't notice. Yeah, health, health shake. Yeah. Big health kick, guys. Big health kick. Big old health kick. So that does us for the main bulk of the meal. We, you've already mentioned a few times about the quantity of the liquid that you are quaffing throughout this meal. <laughs> so I feel it's a bit bad to leave it this late, but what drink are you having to accompany? Uh, be that all of the meals? Do you have it specific for specific courses or just what you're tanked on before you even get there? Oh, and now, see, I didn't even actually think about having specific uh, stuff for courses. Cause... Well, I, I just thought the amount of wine you drink is... Yeah, I would want a white wine for the scallops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're quite, yeah, you're quite right. I hadn't actually thought that far. Uh, into it to be honest part of me wants to just say the drink that you uh, told me about while I was in Cyprus um, which I then <laughs> created the Miami Vice the, um, which was on your advice which was chuck half a pina colada in and half a strawberry daiquiri and then you have a drink that you can uh, let your son have a sip of because they don't recognise it at the bar so he, he had a couple of sips of Miami Vice and loved it and that was delicious probably not suitable for this meal would you not? Um, would you not sit there with a nice lamb shank and a <laughs> big pink cocktail, big frozen jug of? Yeah, it was delicious. Diabetes. It was really lovely, um, and was probably at least partly responsible for the uh, when I got home from that holiday being at the highest weight I'd ever been. Yeah, so maybe that and but, eating um, chips at the gym. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what the cause was? Um, but. I think I will just, I'll keep it simple and I will just go for um, a bottle of Malbec. Malbec's one of my favourites just because it's so consistent. Like if you get an Argentinian Malbec, you're pretty much, because their climate is just, it just never moves really. Uh, You can always be convinced that you'll get a good one really. Uh, Any Malbec is good. I did go on like a wine tasting thing with uh, some friends once and one of them had brought a Malbec that was 27 years old um, and Finley couldn't get his head around the fact that it was it had been bottled when I was at the time like seven years old or whatever he could or not bottled in a barrel at seven years old or whatever he couldn't get his head around that at all and I don't know whether I was kidding myself I'd love to do a blind taste test on it but I don't know whether I was kidding myself but it tasted delicious like it was smooth and one of the best wines I think I've ever had but do you know what I mean I, I worry about how gullible I am that whether because it was I was told um, that it was a nice wine see I don't think that shit matters at all because if it tasted good to you it tasted good to you that's all that of matters. course yeah if it tasted good right? in the so, moment like, who then cares? that's fine yeah but I'd be interested to know if someone had poured it out of a wine bottle that they'd bought from Sainsbury's that I knew to be a seven quid wine whether I'd taste it and go this this is amazing, like, or whether I'd just keep drinking it as usual. You know, I, I tasted great in the moment. Do I actually know what I'm talking about with wine? No, not really. No one um, does. It's, no, all, it's all it's all rubbish. a big con, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, just give me a bottle of Malbec and a straw, and <laughs> I'll be happy. <laughs> there you go. Was that the first course or? <laughs> not with the scallops. I'm not a I'm not a heathen. Oh, I just thought you were going like a, a bottle of wine for each. Oh, right. just a bottle with each. Bottle no, of okay. straw. I'll have a Savion Blanc with the uh, scallops. There we go. 
Yeah, a Rioja with a lamb shank. Boom. <laughs> All of a sudden, Malbec's out the window. Well, yeah, but Malbec's just my, my go-to. Uh, my wife introduced me to Malbec, and it's always consistent, so I just go with a, always go with a Malbec if it's on the menu. When you go to a gastro pub, it's nearly always the fucking most expensive one on there, but uh, it's usually for a reason. Usually it's almost good. like they know it's the one people want. Mm, funny that. I'm just, I'm being conned. I know I am. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I, I do think, like, what you said is kind of true, that if someone tells you something is mm. so old sometimes, especially in, like, a wine-tasting environment, mm-hmm. it would definitely make you go, oh, yes, it's lovely, and blah, blah, yeah. blah, and you, you'd think more. I don't think my palate is that well-developed to sort of really know. I know what I like and what I don't like. Well, but you'd already smashed four cans of special brew before you went into the... Of course. Well, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, could have given me anything. Who knows? Right, then. So, we've had a lovely bottle of Malbec. Num, 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 num. Glug, glug, glug. You you have said that you are more of a savoury man, but, Mr Simpson, the dessert course we are going for, what? I think you'll enjoy this because it's quite basic. It's very basic. I want the uh, cookie dough dessert from Bella Italia, specifically. (laughs) So I've gone right. for a terrible Italian chain restaurant <laughs> but, okay. and the cookie dough, which is probably meant for kids. This is, um, yeah, this, Oscar, it really is a terrible, <laughs> like no one goes there. <laughs> no one goes there. It's on the verge of shutting down anyway, regardless of the current <laughs> imposed. So is it like a takeout place? No, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a restaurant, but it's a very it's a very chain. Fa- it's a family chain restaurant. So kind of like Olive Garden. Olive Garden. I was trying to think of the American equivalent. Yes, yeah, I think it is. Actually, Not really yeah. Italian. Yeah, that's oh, the perfect. Shit. No, I don't like that comparison because I bloody love Olive Garden. <laughs> I love Olive Garden too. It's trash, and I feel Dude, those like really, man. really nauseous every single time I leave there. But yeah, <laughs> the breadsticks are crack. I have like forty <laughs> breadsticks every time. And that's before they even come and take your order. I know. It's just like, well, no, they, had, they changed that. I don't know when the last time you went was, but they changed that because people were just coming in, eating breadsticks, and then fucking oh, off. Brilliant. So now you can come in and just get unlimited soup, salad, breadsticks, which is what I usually do for $6. Unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. It is a full Damn. meal. Or once you order an entree, that's when they bring the breadsticks. I... Get it? Like I'm not someone who feels shame on almost any level whatsoever. I think our listeners have established that truly and well in their heads yes, at this point. That's been well established. Yeah. Yep. Um, I am almost embarrassed at how many breadsticks. How many times I have to ask the server, "How can we get another basket of breadsticks? Can you re- can we get a refill on the breadsticks?" And it's like they're bringing out dessert, and I'm still like, "But can we? Can we get like ten more breadsticks to go, please?" Seems a little like, bit on low the on the breadsticks here. Can yeah. we, uh- <laughs> And just for clarity for a lot of our English listeners, that perhaps the idea of a breadstick is almost like the cracker kind of crostini. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. These are probably about an inch and a half, two inches in diameter and proper oh. actual dough sticks that are oh, okay. about a foot long. Yeah, it's a lot of food. <laughs> These are like garlic butter basted, beautiful bready bastards. Yeah. So it's not a snap. Th- oh right. Okay. No, no, okay. no. It's it's not a. It's not no. It's... And they just keep bringing these. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for free. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The first okay. like three. See, this is how I know I get too many fucking refills. Is the first like three baskets that they bring out? They'll have like five big fuck off breadsticks in each one. By the time yeah. you're still asking for more and more refills, they bring out like two at a time, and they're a little undercooked. <laughs> Like, <laughs> if we give him a bad one, he's gonna stop asking for oh, no, breadsticks. See, I, I see that as more like you're putting pressure on the kitchen. They're struggling to get them out. They're getting them out raw because they're, they're, you're asking for so many that there's pressure on the kitchen. Not that they're yeah. uh, deliberately trying to. No, stop they you. they know what they are. Everyone goes and just eats breadsticks till they throw up, and then just brings their entree. They're like, actually, you know what? Can, Can I actually get this, get this to, go? to go? Yeah. <laughs> like every table, you look around, and everyone just has like to go bags because they exactly sit- that. When we saw that you in New so York, good. we went to the one in Times Square. No. Oh, no. Yeah. I'll yeah. not abide this. I don't care. You went to Olive it. Garden when you were in New York City? Yes. Oh, but there's so much actually good Italian food. That's so we sad. We were hungry and uh, there was a pregnant lady with me that was... Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, you do whatever. You Olive do Garden whatever. it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we'd walked like a bajillion miles. Um, 
So the cookie dough dessert at Bella yeah. Italia. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. Well, I feel better now because I don't feel like either of you can say anything after that. But this is not high level cuisine, is it? This is very much microwave technician territory. A hundred percent, and I understand that. But it was uh, so. I think it was maybe about six months ago. So the, there's a couple of reasons why we might frequent Bella Italia. Uh, one is because the kids' menu is quite good. Right. Uh, so Finney, Finney quite enjoys a few things off there, so we'll go there. Also, they've got a fairly decent vegan menu as well, so Kelly can eat rather than just watching me delight in a lamb shank. <laughs> so, Listen, man, if you want to like this restaurant, you can like this restaurant. You don't have to blame it on your wife and your kid. It's okay. No, no, it's no. Okay I, if you I, like I, it. <laughs> I'm fully okay with going to Bella Italia, but I do feel like I need to explain myself slightly. <laughs> so anyway, and uh, I can't remember when it was, but we, we were in there and I ordered that cookie dough, cookie dough dessert and it is so sweet, it makes your teeth hurt. Like it's sort of, not just your teeth, like your jaw. All of like, a sudden, the consistency of your previous courses is starting to make sense then. Because you want to soft on your teeth to prepare yourself for the cookie dough <laughs> sugar attack that's coming. It's so sweet. It's it's so it comes. Uh, it's like a chocolate dough, chocolate cookie dough thing, obviously, with a bit of vanilla ice cream and caramel sauce. In case you needed oh, any more is, sweetness, is this like one of the things that comes like in a little cast iron pan, and it's exactly. almost like just a really thick cookie no, that's baked? Oh shit! Wait, what kind yeah. of cookie dough? It's chocolate chip cookie dough. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because my favorite dessert in the world is also from a generic chain restaurant that is on a hot cast iron with ice cream and caramel sauce on top. <laughs> so okay, yeah. So I mean, when when uh, I was a kid and you'd have something sweet and you'd hear an adult go, "Oh no, I can't have that. That's, t- that's too sweet for me." I would, as a kid, I'd always go. In my head, obviously. What the fuck are you talking about? You out of your mind. <laughs> nothing can be too sweet. Like it, you know, if it's if it's pudding, more sugar, more. Su- it, nothing can be too sweet. And then you grow up and have a lamb shank, and you know, <laughs> and you have some parsnips, your gateway veg, and you know, you sort of go, oh, I'm getting it now. Actually, I can't, I can't deal with anything too sweet. But for some reason, this dessert. The sweet it was just like a little bit of heaven and it was warm and delicious and I was just like it feels like comfort food and I was just like troughing that shit down and <laughs> it was amazing. And I had to deal with the fact that I was like a 35, 36 year old in Bella Italia going to like Kelly Finley. This is amazing. No, no, you can't have any, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. It's so sweet. It's just delicious. I absolutely loved it. But yeah, so basic bitch, I'm aware. Is it is it one <laughs> oh. of those desserts where you actually eat the piece of ice cream, which is obviously full of sugar? As almost a palate cleanser, just oh, to bring you down yes. a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That that thing that you'd usually have as your dessert, like at home, a scoop of ice cream or whatever, is way less sweet than the cookie dough and the caramel sauce that's yeah, underneath. Yeah, the sauce it. is ridiculous. You're just sitting there at the end. You're like licking the sauce off the plate. <laughs> it burns my tongue, but it's so good. It's <laughs> almost like a soup portion of sauce just on the top left over. You're like, well, this oh, is gotta God, go. It's so. Can good. I get some breadsticks with this and just? <laughs> <laughs> I would eat that. I would absolutely eat that. I know you would. <laughs> Just breadsticks with caramel sauce. Yes, please. But I almost, I almost feel bad. I feel like I should be more gourmet about this thing. And I've gone quite basic with a lot of things. I, I feel like I should have been more gourmet, but it's so, so good. You are who you are, Ian. And yeah. I love you regardless. So. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I think it's a fair kind of balance there. That, like, you know, you, <laughs> you, reckon, you started yeah. off really classy and then you went, I want this <laughs> shitty restaurant's. Yeah. Bare basic I'm, bitch dessert that is just sugar in four ways in that my face. That is true, yeah. See, that makes me think that you would like restaurants in America because everything is just sugar four ways. oversweet. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm not usually that sort of like... My other one was um, tiramisu, which I think I've talked to you guys about before, mm. where I... As a kid, made a decision I didn't like coffee-flavoured stuff. But then yeah, even yeah. as an adult, after drinking... I drink coffee, I like coffee. I still never went near coffee-flavoured stuff. Then my wife made a tiramisu one day. And I was like, oh, I don't really like tiramisu. Blah, blah, blah. Had it. it was fucking amazing. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, God, I've missed out on 20 years of eating delicious so tiramisu. So many years of tiramisu. <laughs> it is such a great and dessert. 
it's such a good dessert. And I was like, so then literally I went through a, probably a five, six year period of whenever it was on the menu, I'd order it regardless of what else was on the menu. It would just be tiramisu for all three courses. Um, but yeah, so that nearly made it because that is definitely a go-to, which is so delicious. But it, it was just uh, the reaction I got from even Finley, I think, was like, like, why are you going so mental about a biscuit? Like, I, like, I, don't, I don't know, but it was so sweet and lovely. Maybe maybe I just needed some comfort that time in my life. I'm not sure. But it was just absolutely like, delicious. One day, son, you'll have real problems and you'll understand. <laughs> you'll have had a bad week at work. How good this is right now. That sauce and ice cream on top of a biscuit. <laughs> this, is, this is as good as this week gets. All downhill from here. It's doing everything for me right now. Absolutely. Yep. So... Let's. I'll read back the order for you, just to make sure okay. it is correct. So, you'd like a suggestion of water on the table. It being there <laughs> as an <laughs> option, but by and large, get fucked. Some citrus, yeah. Uh, you're going for a focaccia, a focaccia, mm. like a rosemary. Uh, was it mm. with garlic as well, did you say? Uh, ideally, but I'm yeah. easy or... Yeah, either easy. or. Uh, a focaccia, sharer. Um, obviously, it is for sharing, but you're on your own, so... I'm on my own. <laughs> You suggested that. That's like the thing of you don't get supersized unless they ask you. And then, and then it's like, yeah, all right. I've spent a you lot of years in the restaurant industry. So just the upselling just the upsell, naturally yeah, of course, of course. comes out. Uh, very good. Very as good upselling, a starter, yeah. you are going for scallops, uh, lovely pan-seared scallops served with black pudding and a pea puree. Mm. For your main, a slow-cooked lamb shank with potato paste, uh, <laughs> which is a mashed potato, no lumps, very whipped. Uh, yep. With a red wine jus, perhaps some caramelised onions, should you be feeling mm. saucy. Uh, your side yeah. is roasted parsnips and carrots, specifically from your garden. Yes, uh, yes, please. Because they are better than they ought to be. Uh, to drink, <laughs> you are having a bottle well of Mendoza region Argentinian Malbec with Lovely. a straw. And <laughs> that was said for humour. <laughs> to, to wrap it all up, you are having the cookie dough dessert from Bella Italia. Oh, that sounds so bad at the end. <laughs> I slightly <laughs> regret it. You are who you are, my man. You are who you yeah. are. Well, yeah. I, I can approve of all of that. I'm good. <laughs> good. And Oscar, have you noticed how there's variety? It doesn't just have to be <laughs> pasta <laughs> and cheese, cheese in and tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, we are who we are, okay? Yeah, yeah. We'll see what you have to say next week when it's your turn, and then we'll uh, <laughs> we'll be seeing how much consistency there is. Or okay, I better start writing this shit down then, Damn. <laughs> if we're doing yeah, things. yours will be soon. If it's not next week, it'll be soon. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, unless the footy's back, right? Oh, yeah, of course, the football will be back. Oh, yeah. the football. Yeah, it's not happening, is it? No. Although they have said they're going to complete the season, that's pretty much what they've yes. said. The, For uh, now, the si- I don't buy that at all. Are we doing rapid fire news at the end of the podcast this week? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just, <laughs> it seemed to naturally come out. But <laughs> just on the way out, UEFA said some stuff. Uh, none of it makes any sense or means anything. Um, domestic leagues might finish. Euros is next year, maybe. William did offer to play past his contract to finish up the season, which I thought was nice of him. That's good of him. Because he refuses to sign a contract extension unless they offer him three years, but mm. he will play past it until next season. Okay. It is a very strange time in which we live of constant updates of not knowing and such. <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah, And things that we don't want to know. <laughs> People still wanting to get paid kind of makes sense. Yeah, we can yes. support that. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you very much, Ian, for tantalising us with your quite frankly lovely bloody meal oh thank you I'm glad yeah I'm well so glad. balanced I've, truly I, I've eaten a roast dinner today and uh, now I'm hungry You're again still... <laughs> oh good I'm so glad thank you thank you so much so good uh, yeah thank you for that Oscar you're a beautiful bastard as ever. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And to all of you out there, thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. Wash your fucking hands, you filthy animals. Take care and goodbye. 